The views and opinions expressed on Deliberately Linked are entirely those of the host, who are completely responsible for all show content. These views and opinions are not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure in any way any kind of condition, or to promote any specific lifestyle, belief, religion, political affiliation, or personal practice. Nor is the information presented deemed to be accurate or verifiable. What is up, Deliberately Linked viewers? Lace them up and lock it in, because on today's show, tis the season. Mark, why do we gather here today? Yeah, today we really want to focus and put our focus on something that we know is affecting millions of people each year yep. um, and potentially could be preventing you from reaching those uh, New Year goals. Mm. You know, we talk about 2020. It's a big year, and I, I've been hearing 2020 is magical because it meets, it meets that whole, like, 2020 vision thing. Yeah. So we really want to help people focus but at the same time, I don't think you and I are two heartless individuals that don't realize there's real adversity out there. No um, and there's there's things that people are facing that really uh, can put up a barrier. That's true. And yeah. we, we want to talk about that. And speaking of derailing individuals from those goals, which those goals might be attending the gym. And this is actually kind of where this topic was kind of put on my heart. I was attending the gym and I walk in and the individual working the front desk uh, just had this like loomy long face. Yeah. And I'm like... Man, that glazed overlook. Yeah, I'm like, man, yeah. what's going on, bro? How you doing? Uh, he's just like kind of looked outside, and it was a really gray, cloudy day here in Ohio. And yeah. For all of our out-of-state listeners who get year-round sun, I am jealous. Um, <laughs> yeah. But here in Ohio, we get a lot of gray in the wintertime. Yeah. yeah, and he was just like, man, I don't know. This just the season we're in. And I just kind of look outside, and I'm like, I feel you. Yeah. It is. This is it's very uh, almost depressing. Yeah, and I want to point out two things before we even dive into this. Number one. Um, this is something we preach and I love this investing in others. It was a great example of you, uh, being observant. Yeah. Obviously it's not like this is someone you have holiday meals with or go to birthday parties no. with. You just, he's your guy at the work and he's at the gym. Yeah. So wherever you frequent, whether it's your coffee shop or whatever, don't be afraid to say, how are you today? Right. You know what I mean? And I, this has happened to me multiple times. We were uh, recently at a uh, college visit with um, one of our children, and I did it to a gas station attendant because nice. <laughs> it's what I do. Yeah. And he looked at me and goes, honestly, or are we just being polite? I said, I would really prefer you to give me your honest you know, opinion on that question. And then we had a good conversation. Really? But That's I was awesome. like, I, 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 part of me was like, I, I can't believe you felt the need to ask that, but I guess it's the world we live in. But on the other part of that, I was like, no, I, I really want to hear how are you doing today? Yeah. You know that's, I mean? that's cool. So, that's important. Yeah. And so the second thing is, is it's a real thing. It is very this, real. It's yeah. tis the season. It's not always to be jolly. Yeah. No um, doubt. There's not always all the fa la 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 la. Right. And guys, as Mark and I kind of dive into what this topic's about and some maybe some minor statistics, we both understand Mark and I are not doctors. No. Okay. Um, but we, we kind of just are here, obviously, to kind of spread awareness, but more so. We know what you're going through if you are going through this because we've both been there. Well, we I both, know personally, we both have it. Mark yeah. struggles with it probably more than yeah. more than I do. I've had it for years, um, and it's it's a very very real thing. So again, it's it's not saying that we don't understand it. Okay, it's and it's not saying hey, this is hey, we're doctors and we're going to say what you can and can't do or what you should and shouldn't do. It's yeah. it's us saying hey, we're, we understand where you're coming from. We've been there or we're going through it. And there's un individuals out there that go through the same thing, and it's about being aware. Of the situation at hand. Absolutely, absolutely. But before we get started, um, we could not, honestly, honestly, truth be told, we could not do this show um, if we really didn't have yeah. the help, not only of Josh, but the entire staff and the brand itself of Visionary Meals. Yeah. Um, and 
Visionary Meals is doing amazing things. And I know as we were praying before the show, uh, you know, one of the focus obviously is Visionary Meals is growing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as any entrepreneur, it's always exciting yet scary. Right. Um, but, you know, great things are happening. And as great things happen in Visionary Meals, obviously we here at Deliberate Link try to piggyback on those and yeah. uh, great things happen here. So what's some of the exciting news that's happening at Visionary yeah, Meals? Yeah, Mark, great question. A lot of great things going going on here at Over Visionary Meals, guys, that right now we're, Mark, Mark said it himself, we are growing. So uh, here very, very soon, it, within the next month or so, there are going to be multiple new locations for our customers here at Visionary Meals, guys. The the convenience factor is just getting more and more convenient. Okay, yeah, so which is huge. Our Visionary Meals number one goal from the day that we launched really speaking of our pickup locations was they are designed to essentially be a 15 to 20 minute drive per location and worst case scenario worst 15, case scenario yeah. exactly so and and some are shorter some are right about that and some are you know a little bit longer so we really want to be able to offer the most convenience to our consumers yeah. to the best of our ability obviously we can bring this product straight to your door but if you're one that wants to save some money if you're one that's out and about and leaving the gym running errands and you happen to drive by one of our pickup location guys it, it is not designed to be any easier than that to I think people. I think people should understand a couple of things. Number one, a lot of these locations are fitness type locations. You do not have to be a member. No. It's not a place you have to frequent. Nope. You can literally be the average Joe that walks in and just picks up his meals. We have a ton of it. And number two, the convenience beast is real. I mean, you're battling a Taco Bell, Wendy's, and a McDonald's on every other corner. Right. So we want to at Visionary Meals. You want to be able to provide them mm -hmm. that healthy alternative yeah. that tastes equally good, yeah. save you some money. Um, but at the same time, you don't have any of the guilt. Exactly. So yeah, it's, it's super exciting. It for, is for pr customers. Now they're probably excited for new customers. This may have just made this even a more likelihood of an option. Exactly. And the whole beauty behind it guys, and you're going to hear it t on today's show of seasonal depression and the, the effect and really some of the, um, the causes and, and, and maybe traits that you tend to lean on if you battle with seasonal depression a lot of times falls in line with your eating habits. And obviously Visionary Meals is here to um, support those non, those bad eating habits and, and basically in hand of offering good eating habits. So um, as you guys learned today, if you're one that maybe struggles with SAD, that Visionary Meals is obviously here to provide those healthy alternatives by satisfying those those you know those taste buds that you're looking for yeah no it's exciting uh let's jump into the show let's do it buddy so uh, josh let the cat out of the bag we're we're, we're literally going to sit here and talk about seasonal depression and i'll tell you kind of why this does lay on us we've spent the last couple weeks you know we obviously talked about christmas as exciting that is and some of our experience with that but then we put our focus on that 2020 vision on how do we want to make this next year the most successful right and we can sit here and give you guys all the exercises Josh and I do as far as how to reach goals and how to set goals. Um, but Josh and I are um, not immune to the fact that there are real adversities. Yeah. Um, there are real things that sometimes are completely out of your control. And if you're an avid listener to us, we always say, control your control. Some things are not in your control. You cannot, you live in Ohio, you cannot control the, the winter months, correct? you know, but what we can do is we can encourage you. We can encourage you to implement some healthy habits. We can encourage you to talk and make some changes. You may not cure anything, but what it may do is help you battle through that time. Yeah. I, Mark, I know for a fact that at oftentimes and within this topic, and we were just talking about it shortly before the show, it's, 
in Ohio, guys, especially this time of year, I know a lot of our listeners reside in Ohio, so I know a lot uh, can relate. But yeah. um, and they and studies have shown for this to be more towards the northern states, um, where a lot. Of, but really, this is dealt with nationwide. Correct. Um, and there's uh, there's different types of seasonal depression, um, but in Ohio, guys, it, how often are you driving down the road and, and you? You next thing you realize the skies have been gray. I'm not even kidding for six, seven days straight. Yeah. All right, and you're just constantly longing for that 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 summertime because you're like, where I need some vitamin D. I need some vitamin D. I need some vitamin Absolutely. D. Absolutely. And I I know so many individuals as we enter the winter months, that really the fall time going in through the winter, it's it's so dreadful for people. And as I've learned through this study, it's, I mean, people don't obviously like the cold, but people dread it's not the cold it's not the cold yeah. that is giving the people these individuals anxiety or um these stressors of a type of basically due to the lack of sunlight it and, is and, and it's, it's huge and it's huge so obviously we all deal with this and we, we've probably whether we categorize ourselves in uh, a seasonal affective disorder or not we all have dealt with just a lack of serotonin levels because of it yeah um, and, and Josh and Josh said, I think I think modernization is moving away from seasonal depression, and now they call it seasonal affective disorder. Um, and it's not saying you won't be depressed. Depressed is one of the symptoms. Uh, it can, there's many symptoms that can follow, and depending on which study you read, depends on how many millions they say uh, struggle with this, you know, yearly. Yeah. But I, me, full disclosure, um, you know, I I'm clinically um, a major depressive. I have uh, been clinically diagnosed with anxiety and there's whole lots of reasons as how those came to life. But I have dealt with seasonal depression since I was young. I mean, I've never, it just, it brings me down. Um, Now I see a psychologist twice, twice a month. And it's just one of the exercises that I use um, to be able to go and talk and and get through things in a non-biased comfort place, you know, where you can kind of just say what's on your mind. Um, Sometimes people feel like, that like for me, it's nice because I can go somewhere where someone's not going to be necessarily affected by it. Right. You know, where you sit down with your wife and kids, not saying you shouldn't, I still talk with my wife and kids, but it you just feel like you're bringing them down. Exactly. Yeah. I don't want to have a negative effect on them yeah. as well. Um, so that was my full disclosure. So I completely understand and relate. And so when Josh said, this is a topic he wants to talk about, I'm like, yes, it'll be more like a, a PSA. You yeah. know what I mean? This is, this is something I want people to understand. You're not alone. Um, millions of people are dealing with this every year. And I just, I don't want you to feel so isolated. You know, I don't want you to think you're weird. I don't want you to think you're weak. I don't want you to think that is this something I did? No, it, Josh brought it up earlier. It, you got serotonin levels, you got melatonin levels. Mm -hmm. Your body has these chemical levels in there inside that they, they're designed to want. Correct. And when we, we live in this environment of khaki and gray for three months, your body's not getting it. Mm-hmm. And Mark, you know, Mark brought up a great point that this is obviously very chemical related. Yeah. And I, we're not going to touch on it yet, but we are going to get to, um, I think, confusing ourselves, whether we have seasonal depression or not, and kind of just the differences there. And that's where Josh is going to get um, less... Uh, Nice. <laughs> oh. uh, I want to well, be very no. blunt. But Mark, before before we, we talked about jump that. there, yeah, yeah, I know where you're going. Before we jump there, um, you know, you you kind of said this is something you've been dealing with. your in, like you said, your entire life, right? Yeah. So this so this happened. Just so from my understanding, and the listeners understanding, this happened before your days of cancer, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, my my uh, major depression disorder and my anxiety levels uh, didn't didn't start until after you know diagnosis. 
you know, and it was a whole nother level of um, experiences I'd never had before. But it, you're, it, you got to remember your your thought process, your life outlook. Um, a lot of things change. Yeah. You know, so your your focus shifts, and then with that focus and with that kind of diagnosis, it brings in its whole set of, set of animal. But but even before then, um, you know, I I had seasonal depression or seasonal affective disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, I just am not a good winter months person. Yeah. Um, you know, back in the day, parents well, it's just called cabin fever. I mean, <laughs> right. which right. if you look at it in turn and you think about you know the frontiersmen and all the people that established America, people went crazy. Mm-hmm. True story. Literally went crazy during the winter time because they're used to farming, being outdoors twelve hours a day, soaking in the sun, and now they're they're literally snowed in right. for three or four months at a time. They go nuts. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, so it's it's a real thing that's historical. Um, thankfully, modern advances we've made. You know, we have snow plows now, so you can actually leave your house and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just a real thing, and I think it's it's worth talking about. You know. I thought one of the funny things is when I was looking at this, I was trying to find a different take on it. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to bring something here that most people maybe aren't thinking about it. Even your modern um, dictionary describes summer and winter so drastically different. Very true. I mean, summer, they talk about uh, periods of fruition and fulfillment, happiness and beauty. I mean, you think the sun and the heat and beach and, mm-hmm. you know, even fall the change of, you know, the leaves and those days outside, hot hot apple cider, whatever, all these things, you're still outdoor activities, springtime, the rain cleans, and then you have winter. (laughs) And the dictionary describes winter as um, a period of time characterized by coldness and misery and bareness, and they even use the word death. (laughs) I mean, it's just, (laughs) it's true. It's just, you just read it and you're like, oh my gosh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I get it. You know, the only thing growing up, the only time I liked wintertime is hopefully school days. <laughs> Seriously. You though, know, yeah. I want to get caught give off of school. A, give me a snow day. You know sure. what I mean? But yeah. now it's like, ugh, I, yeah. look, I have nothing to look forward to. I don't even want the school days because that means my kids are at home. Right. Well, I, Mark, I, I, I would uh, I would have give it maybe, I don't know, a few more years and I would consider yourself a snowbird. You might be heading south during these times of I, year. So true story. <laughs> um, I have brought that topic up and. As our children are getting older, my wife has quickly reminded me that she looks forward to grandchildren and she wants to be ah. close and convenient. <laughs> Boo. Um, yeah, well, that's that's definitely a place we differ. Because <laughs> I'm here to tell, I told her, I could literally leave the day yeah. after Thanksgiving, come back for a week at Christmas, and not come back until May. Yeah. And she's like, no. No, thank you, huh? So if I did it, I would be a snowbird bachelor. A snowbird bachelor. Well, I know, shout out to my grandparents, they actually just left for Naples, so... Um, right now we're in early January, guys, if you're listening to this later. So they're enjoying the summer. And, and that is why grandma has beautiful, nice skin. Yeah. She just, Need yeah. God Need love it. her. So, Mark, approximately half a million people suffer from SAD, right? Yeah. A half, that's, I mean, that's a significant amount of people. Locally here. Yeah. They, yeah. they say nationwide you're looking at over 300, 3 million new cases each year. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So... I kind of take a step back and, you know, I'm going to speak of it from, I'll be honest with you. I am very fortunate that I don't categorize myself to suffer from um, such disorder. Uh, Now, with that being said, I have experienced times, especially living here in Ohio with the gray skies where, um, you know, days I feel like doing just a little bit less than others. Sure. Or I'm slightly depressed. I think the... 
the the vitamin D that is obviously released through the sunlight, um, the lack of plays a vital role into whether you suffer from this. And you know, I I spoke to you a little bit earlier on. I know a lot of people that I I know a handful of people. And when I was preparing this, I actually worked with someone, and you were obviously even on my mind when I was preparing this that that suffer with this disorder. Mm -hmm. But I also know a lot of people that just throw the term around. Sure. um, Seasonal depression. And I, I always, I I tell Ashley, you know, all the time, actually, especially this time of year, I I tell her, and you know, I've recently have told her this since right now, uh, if you're currently listening to the show, we're obviously going through this time of year. If you're not, um, this is the time of year that we're in. Um, For my business owners and my entrepreneurs and my, my, if you are in a in a role that you don't have a choice where you are making your income, this, in my opinion, is the time to nut up or shut up. This oh, is the, yeah. This is the time to grow because this is how I look at it. I look at it as X amount of people are going through this seasonal depression. Mm-hmm. I mean, individuals that we have locations with talk about they're just they're unmotivated. They don't feel like doing anything, this and that. And don't get me wrong, guys. I, I do want to be sensitive to the fact that some of these individuals, this is a an actual disorder, a chemical imbalance, so I don't want to be unsensitive to them. But there are a ton of individuals that throw this term around. And so I think on the flip side of it, for those individuals that throw this around, if you're able to mentally kind of step through that barrier of, man, life just kind of sucks right now, this is the time that you take charge in your life, and this is the time yeah. that you win. Because like Mark said at the beginning of the show, so many people get derailed off their goals. And I think there's multiple reasons why you get derailed. Maybe on steps, what you didn't do to hold yourself accountable, like write it down, tell someone, um, et cetera, et cetera. But so many people get derailed from these goals from maybe the, the, lack, of, the lack of sunlight, like we're saying right now. Oh, no, I think and there's a percentage it, that do. Absolutely. Yeah, and they yeah, let absolutely. it happen. But if you're able, to, if you're literally able to s- stop being a mental midget, I'm telling you, I, and I to- Ashley told me, she said, don't go there on the show. Don't go to the mental aspect on the show. No, I think it's BS. I think well, if, if you don't actually chemically suffer with this disorder, this is your time that you take, take charge. Because I can tell you, everyone else is sitting at home in their couch, all right, looking outside, and when it gets dark at 5 o'clock, saying, I don't feel like doing anything the rest of the day. Yeah. I think, I think there's a couple aspects on it. I, I, I understand. Well, let's explain. Ashley is an extremely compassionate person, which <laughs> I love that about her. But this show would not be authentic mm-hmm. if we didn't bring in, you know, both sides. Okay, yeah. number one. Number two, when, if you look up the true definition of seasonal affective disorder, they, they do harp on consistency. This yeah. isn't like a one-time thing. This isn't like something that you only have for a little bit and you never see again. Correct. No, it, it's, it's, it's a consistency thing. This is something you, you, you what happens is, is you tend to find out you struggle with on the regular. Exactly. Well, they say is to become a diagnosis um, for it to be seasonal, it must occur in the same season each year for at least two years in a row and must diminish when the new season comes about. Exactly. So here's my argument. We live in a society that has somewhere along the line become very comfortable with victimhood and excuses. Okay, that is very different than what we're discussing today. We're talking about people who really have and struggle with an issue that is out of their control. Okay, now here's what I'll say. As someone who has been diagnosed, the diagnosis may not be in your control. How you respond, that is a control. Yep. 
then you can control your can control. Okay. And I'm not even talking about necessarily the whole pharmaceutical aspect. Mm-hmm. You can, you can go to any vitamin shop and you can start taking vitamins yeah. and start replenishing yourself and you will see a drastic change. I take vitamins. No doubt. That's what I do. Yeah. It's what helps me. But at the same time too, there are things, even though I can't always control the, the mood I'm in, I can control how I react to that mood. Right. Those are, those are the areas in which I think when you want to bring in the mental aspect, we can talk about those who uh, use this for an excuse or whatnot or, you know, put the adversity in front of themselves so they can quit. Right. Um, but we can also talk about those who, hey, you're struggling. I, I feel for you. I'm sympathetic. I'm compassionate. But at the same time, you don't have to let this win. Correct. And I think a lot of times with those individuals that truly do suffer from it, and you can speak better than I have, but they, they find a way to, to isolate themselves. Oh, okay? yeah. Because they obviously are depressed. And so, um, Mark, uh, something that you probably do, you know, well, you do do very well, and, and it's surrounding yourself with the right people. Mm-hmm. Okay, so surrounding yourself with the people that bring you up. And you could, I don't know, maybe speak on that better than I can. Um, but Mark, but basically what Mark's saying, guys, is obviously there are medications or there are actions that you can tape to overcome such disorder. So... Do them, right? Surround yourself with those people that are going to be uplifting to you. It's so easy. And I'll be honest with you guys. I know I can't speak. I can't speak from experience, okay? I I haven't essentially been there with this disorder. But at the same time, I also know the effects that it is having on people. And I see on a day-to-day basis. I work with people. My brother, like Mark, I know he's dealt with it, okay? So there are also actions that you can take to avoid yourself maybe falling into that category. Yeah. No, I mean, the, obviously the more experience you have with it, uh, you know, the more cheat code you get, as I say, you feel it coming on, you see it coming on, then you know you start preparing for it. Uh, like I said, there there's aspects of it you cannot control. Like, you know what I mean? I get that. But instead of focusing on that, you need to focus on what can I control that's attached to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super important. I, I mean, I'm having a certain discussion right now with my psychologist. We'll talk tomorrow. I, and guys, I'm here to tell you, if you listen to this show, you'll never hear me try to front with you guys. I'll, I just, I'm an open book. Mm-hmm. And one of the conversations we're having tomorrow is, and it's a certain area in my life where I am, I have certain doctors who want to put me on a certain medication. She's not so hype on it. And I'm not a medication guy. Josh knows this about me. I minimize the toxins and the chemicals I put in my body. I feel that our bodies are designed for certain ways, and sometimes we overload it. It's just my philosophy. It's how I feel. I'm not saying it's right for everybody. It's not wrong for everybody. But one of the conversations we're having is I am open to trying this. She doesn't understand why this one I'm open towards. Well, I'll tell you why. Here's something you can do if you're struggling with seasonal affective disorder. If you have surrounded yourself with a quality group, I've got Josh, I've got Ashley, I've got my wife, you know, I've got a lot of, I I shouldn't say a lot. I've got a really close knit group of people that I can be very honest with. My children are now older and I can ask them, do you see these in me? Are these traits you are witnessing in me? Are these things you're noticing in me? And I'll tell you why you do that. Because not only what you've, what your focus is, isn't just on me, how am I being affected, but how is me affecting others? So my reasoning for being open to this new medication is because I know that I'm not the only one being affected. Mm. Those around me are being affected because of this. Okay. I'm not saying it's something I might stay on, but it is something I'd be willing to try because I'm not the only one benefiting from it. So when we talk about seasonal affective disorder, we talk about the isolation, we talk about the depression. You need to be able to go to that tight knit group and say, are these traits you're seeing in me? Are these things that you're seeing in me? And listen to the responses. 
because a lot of times that the negative effects you're feeling are also being passed on. And that's, that's kind of why I had no problems and qualms when I talk about this. Mm. You know, it's, it's beyond the excuse makers. It's beyond those who right. choose to be victims. Correct. The, I want to talk to the people that are really struggling because at the end of the day, people are struggling with you. Yeah. And, and you got to look beyond that. I am the guy that will go sit in a room with no lights on. That is me. My wife, she's never dealt with this. She has no history with this. Right. She thinks it's the weirdest thing in the world. For sure. And what happens? She sees me in there. She starts feeling bad. Why is he wanting to do this? Did I do something wrong? Okay. Is he upset? Is he hurting? Now the negative effect on me is overflowing onto her. Yeah. The kids see it. Is daddy unapproachable right now? Is he in a bad mood right now? It spills over. Right. So that's why I, I will preach so hard. Even if you're one of the unfortunate people like myself that struggles with this, you need to find the things you can control. Mm-hmm. And right now, it might be me being put on a new medication. I can control that. I can control whether to take it or not to take it. I can control how am I being affected when the, uh, by this by taking it. Yeah. But Josh knows this. My psychologist understands this. I will do my complete due diligence before I commit. Yeah. And that's what you got to do. You got to be your own advocate. For sure. You know what I mean? For the excuse makers and those who want to be victims, um, all I can tell you is be better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't. I mean, I don't have a lot um, because. You know, well, and that's the thing, Mark. I, for those individuals that are trying to use this disorder as yeah. as an excuse, it's for it's, someone that I don't have it, but speaking, I guess for someone that does have it, it's almost like how dare you? <laughs> you know, well, in a way, I, like you, you truly, and I don't, but truly, you would have no idea what I personally. So, speaking for yourself or someone that has it is going through at this yeah. time, and and on the other hand, if you do have it, you would probably love more than anything. All right. To, to not have to it. To not have it yeah. and to be able to, to yeah. pursue and, and go through the things that you, you know you want to do. Because I, I work with I work with a guy that owns a, a, a local company. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give details um, for his for his protection uh, that that deals with this and uh, I work with him very, very closely and him and I talk almost once a week and it it's been for the past couple of years now. It, it almost seems, you know, clockwork. Clockwork, mm-hmm. exactly. It's it's this time of year, every time he's calling me a little bit more, all right, explaining uh, what he can't do, why he can't do it a little bit more. And as I, I sat down for this topic, I was just like, man, that's him. He, he he has this, and he's never come out and said it. He's like, I don't know what to do. Everything's slower. Everything's more delayed. Work, th- worth, yeah. work ethic uh, suffers. Yeah. Focus is horrible. The, I mean, it's right there. Yeah. It's right there. For sure. Um, and for as long as you and I have been very closely working together, you darn well know. Once Christmas hits, like my whole mindset, just begin, I just start shutting down. Mm-hmm. I shut down, and then once spring hits, I'm like a spring chicken. Right. I mean, it's just how it kind of works. Um, yeah. And it's funny you bring that up. Like, I don't get offended because I, I, I guess there's many times I, I would describe myself as non-offendable. Um, yeah. Like, because I just don't care. Right. Um, but there are things I get offended about. Like, this just recently happened to me. I had someone complaining to me about um, pain. <laughs> and, like, this is a completely healthy 30-year-old person, and they literally – who do nothing labor intensive and they're talking about chronic pain and i'm like you're you're complaining to me about pain right get out of here (laughs) i'm like really like really i don't want to hear it right but that's the same thing with this too you're going to complain to me about being unmotivated and depressed and all these things and it's like there's nothing wrong with you yeah it's like as as my good friend Corey would say wake your up exactly you know what i mean yeah it's it's kind of it's almost sad because this is what happens Mm -hmm. 
people are actually suffering. Somebody makes light of it. It becomes this big deal or whatever. And then people lose sight of how serious it actually is. Mm -hmm. And that's unfortunate. Mark, how serious has it gotten for you? Oh, depression? The, se the seasonal aspect. Seasonal depression. Oh, there's, I mean, to the point of not wanting to leave your house, to the point of not wanting yeah. to talk to people, um, to the point of not, literally isolation. Okay. And for people that don't understand what that means, um, yeah, I've sat down with doctors. I, I've never written out a plan to take my own life, but I've thought about it. Have you ever been able to snap out of it? Like, when it, how do you snap at it, I guess I should say? Oh, well, I mean, snapping out for me is a little bit different. I, I, I hope this would, this would apply to everybody. Snapping out of it for me is really a God reminder. Yeah. My purpose is greater. Yeah. My purpose is greater. He has a plan. What I always feel when I get into that point is I feel weakness. And I don't like weakness. Mm -hmm. And then God is my strength. Um, you know, I'm like, he has a purpose for me. I will move out of this with his purpose. And then that's what motivates me. As a weakness of the flesh, I mean... Um, it happens. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's just, I wish I could do something about it, but, and maybe potentially I will, you know, I mean, that's why I work with physicians who are smarter than I am. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's real. It's a real thing. And isolation is dangerous. Mm -hmm. It really is. Yeah. Um, we're pack animals, you know, uh, I, we're designed to have a pack. And as our buddy Steele said, a tribe, yeah. I love the idea of tribe. For um, sure. and we're supposed to be there for each other. Yeah, it's real. No doubt. Yeah, no, I think, um, man, <laughs> that's, it's definitely heavy. Yeah. Uh, I, I, man, being able, not being able, I guess, to put myself in those shoes, I, I, sh I struggle with it. No, but I think. I you, want to so bad understand it. Yeah, but see, I think that's, I think what, I think, I understand where your struggle is, but I made this mention earlier in the show. There's obviously millions who don't struggle. Right. But don't do what a lot of millions do. Don't be quiet. Yeah. You know, if you see something, there are people you care about, there are people you interact with, you did it earlier. That, for me, a lot of times is what helps bring you out of it. Okay. Uh, someone wanting to talk, someone wanting to come up and approach you, how are you doing? Get your mind off of things. That's, yeah. that's what it is. You pull them out of that isolation. The dude's sitting at the front desk at the gym. Yeah. He's literally staring there into nothingness, thinking how bad and ugly it is outside. Right. And now he's had, had a good conversation. Yeah. And he's like, oh, someone cares. It's literally simple things like that. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, you may not understand it, but you can still be a proactive ingredient in how to make it better. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah, no, I think that's good because, um, Mark, obviously we've talked about it's real. It's very real. There's no arguing that, guys. There's multiple studies yeah. done that it's real. Um, and, we, and then we've talked on the, the side of that people just throw this term around. And, and real quick, Mark, we, we've kind of touched on it. I kind of want to come back to it as we kind of wrap this show up on the whole the goal aspect, okay? Yeah. And, and people going through, you know, at least right now, if you are a current listener to the show um, and active with us and up to date, we are, you know, <laughs> we're going, what, where are we at? We're in January, January 8th. So, you know, here at the end of this month, some individuals are going to start, basically being done with some of their goals that they're doing and and like i know 80 80 percent of them are going to be done with their goals yeah exactly and so like we kind of already said i think it's easy to um equate this seasonal affective disorder to to this lack of um goal achieving and guys i think if you are an individual that falls into that category of either truly dealing with this disorder or thinking that you deal with this disorder this is the time to almost reevaluate some things as you are either struggling and or achieving slash failing at some of your goals. So right now I think is the important time to 
remind yourself why you set some yeah. of the goals that you did. Yeah, you're a couple weeks in. Okay. There, there's nothing wrong with looking at that and looking at it and say, this is working, this isn't working. Don't just abandon it. Don't say, just what, abandon how it. can I adjust it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and honestly, you know, but that being said, Mark brought up a great point of abandoning that specific goal. If you're an individual that truly finds yourself failing and failing and failing at this goal, and maybe it's due to your seasonal affective disorder that you are currently dealing with. Well, we talked on our New Year's goal-setting show episode about we're not, we don't really believe in yeah. setting goals yeah. just because it's the new year. Well, if that means you need to repick this goal up or reevaluate or reset your goals. Tweak it. And tweak things yeah. come uh, a season where you believe that you thrive in then that is the time to do it, okay? So I love the word that Mark used, abandonment. Don't ab abandon your goal because you're going through a season in life right now where you, you feel hopeless, okay? Um, that's, that's truly it, individuals that find themselves never coming back to a goal that they set on January 1st of the new year, never coming back to it because they believe they have to wait until the following year. And we, we've already discussed that's just – that's. That's not the case, guys. Well, and I, I think I think a good point is, I mean, if we're if we're looking at these goals and you and you set a lot of goals and these goals are very personal. Yeah. Um, obviously, you're not going to set goals for other people. You're going to set them for yourself, and you're going to try to create this new lifestyle, which is fantastic. Remember, if you if you are struggling with sad, um, think about it this way. I, I'm trying to accomplish these goals personally. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you're trying to do that all personally and you're doing it all alone you've already now added on to that where this isolation has become part of your process. So instead of abandoning or quitting, you know, what you set forth, adjust them. Say, okay, well, if, if I wanted to get healthy and I, whether it's working out or eating healthier, how can I do that in a group setting? Mm. You know what I mean? How can I do that with other people? Right. So you're still accomplishing this personal private goal, but now you're doing it without the isolation. Okay. You know, you're going to go somewhere where maybe you can be uplifted. Maybe you can have good conversation. And that, I'm telling you, is better than medicine. For sure. It's yeah. extremely better than medicine. And it, also, too, I understand the struggle. You know, I pay a boatload of money um, for health insurance yeah. every month. And I know my prescriptions are expensive. But, guys, anybody and everybody can go into um, a vitamin store or even one of those box brand stores and pick up a bottle of vitamin D. Even Walmart sells vitamin D or melatonin. Right. Um, you can buy those things. And, guys, seriously, it's not hard to do a little research. You know, my body weighs X amount in kilograms. How much ratio should I be taking? Try it. Yeah. See if that has a positive effect on you because – I'm telling you what's going to be worse is when you abandon the goals, the psychology that comes with abandoning a goal or abandonment in general mm -hmm. is devastating compared to anything else. Yeah. I mean, because you're going to feel worse about yourself. You're going to be even less motivated and you're going to be your harshest critic where in turn, a little tweak here, a little tweak there, maybe thinking outside of the box, how do I accomplish these, but I can stay committed. Mm -hmm. Those things are so much easier than trying to overcome the self-letdown. Yeah. You yeah. Know, Mark, overcoming it, I think, is a big big point to the show here of how do I still move on with life? Yeah. And like you said, guys, I think you go back through a lot of our episodes <clears> and just – and this is something that I, I spoke with the, the individual that I, I work closely with. And I'm always just reminding them, hey, we'll call him Zach because it's not his name. But Zach, let's, let's, 
little things of just making lists and stay, yeah. is basically keeping yourself on track, but not only on track, almost distracting you, forcing yourself to be distracted when you are feeling this like doubt and just yeah. depression and, and just this despair, despair of yeah. just life and, and, and death as they would describe winter. So keep <laughs> keeping yourself, I guess, um, distracted and on track to your work. And like I said, guys, I don't deal with this. So I, who am I to speak and know what it's like? I don't know what it's like. Um, but I, I do have, I have found myself falling into at least that depression aspect, whether it's seasonal or not. And I, I think learning your body and learning, you know, who you are truly as a person and kind of knowing when you're going to approach some of these, these chemical imbalances or lack of something and truly knowing how to steps and precautions to put into play of, I guess avoiding to falling in it. Too, well, I think too it, deep. I think it's uh, important to understand where there's so many levels of this, and then there's also so many components to each level. And if and if you're struggling with any form of a mental disorder, um, mental health is mental health is huge mm-hmm. right now. I mean, it's ginormous, and it probably has been for a long time. We're just now talking about it more freely. It's more accepted. Yeah. Um, but realize this: mental health disorders. Them, they themselves are a challenge. And then when you compile those with the bad habits that come with it, right. what you're doing is you overload. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those other things. You know, you talk about seasonal affective disorder. So you have it. You may be depressed. You may struggle with some of the, the isolation and some of the lack of motivation. Do not add on to that mm-hmm. and then make it worse. Yeah. You know, find the healthier habits to be able to try to add towards it and make it better. If anything, yeah. you know, cause next thing you know, you get it, you stay away from people or you start drinking or self-medicating or self-loathing, or you start making eating bad habits, you know, those things. So now what you did is you just took a season, which it is, it's a season. And now you just made it worse. So you, when you do snap out of it, you're like, oh, wow, well, I created these three bad habits Correct. and I gained 30 pounds. Correct. So yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Don't do that. Now I got to go order a ton of visionary meals. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Don't oh, I mean, order the visionary meals, but don't <laughs> so, do that. Yeah. Um, order the visionary meals while you're in it because then you want to worry about 30 pounds. Exactly. But I don't want people to compile on that. I mean, that's something I focus on. How do I, how do I not make a bad situation worse? It's like, how do I make a bad situation better? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I like that. Well yeah. said. Well said, Mark. Well said. And I think, um, obviously, you kind of touched on it too with your relationship with Christ those that do have a relationship with Christ, yeah. it is a, is a vital time to lean on it. And maybe when you're, when you're in prayer, um, you know, being specific, Mark and I talk all the time prayer, about praying bold, huge. right? Praying yeah. very bold. And, and just, I think it's for someone that, you know, I, even times where I feel a, a minor set of depression, um, when I am wise enough to go to Christ about it, I, I constantly am thanking him for, the blessings that he has blessed, blessed me in my life. Yeah. And, and I am, and I'm thanking him for the blessings to come. So it's guys, Christ is very real. He's very alive and he will be there to remind you what he has given yeah. you in your life. And he, he will never put you through something that he knows you can't handle. Absolutely. I, I tell people, I get this question a lot because obviously people know a man of faith. They're like, so you, you think, cause they'll hear that God will never give you more than you can handle. So th- I get this all the time. So God gave you cancer. God did not give me cancer. God allowed me to have it. Mm. They're, they're drastically different. Yeah. Drastically different. He allowed me to have it because he knew he had a purpose for me having it. Correct. And, he, and he's watched and he's done things and he's, he's molded me and changed me through the process. Um, and I say it to this day, I have gained more blessings from cancer than I ever had without it. Yeah. True story. Um, so he will allow you to go through events 
because number one, A, he wants you to lean on him during the events, number one. And number two, he wants you to use those events to have a positive impact on others. So right. as these things may be negative impacts in our lives, they can have positive outcomes. Correct. Um, you know, I, I speak on anxiety. I speak on my depression. I speak on these things, and I, I use it as part of my testimony um, and share with other people so I can have a positive effect on them. Yeah. So, yeah, you're taking something negative, you're making it positive, and then you're finding a use for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I think that's a good thing to end on, Mark. I think uh, you said that really well. Um, you guys, like like I had to say in the show, um, if if you are not one, <laughs> that deals with this. Yeah, look in the mirror. I think yeah. I think Mark could probably say better than anybody or someone that has this. If if you have you know SAD, you know you know you have SAD. Yeah. Okay, um, and, and that's just again due uh, due to the chemical imbalances you know in the brain. So stop using this as an excuse. My my go getters out there. If you're a season in life where you are just truly grinding right now, take opportunity, take advantage of this time that you are in because I can tell you right now individuals do use this season of life to just not progress in any endeavors that they may be doing um, because it's what everyone does. Okay, so um, I've always I've always told myself this is the time where you can really take a, a leap up on your opponents, your your whether you are an athlete and you're training. So many guys take, they, they put on, I'm going to put my hibernation weight on or something like that. Just don't use the season as an excuse to be less disciplined in, in your day-to-day walk, your day-to-day grind, whatever it might be, guys. Take advantage of this season while everyone else, um, the people to the left, the people to the right of you are not capitalizing on this time that they're living in right now. I think it's, I, I think it's the best I way I think my challenge to everybody would be whether you – uh, do suffer from sad, whether you don't suffer from sad, I, I give all of you the same advice. Don't, don't seek out and don't accept excuses. Yeah. Seek out solutions. Mm. Okay. Whether you really have it, whether you just find yourself in a period where you feel a certain way, do not accept the excuses that come along with it. Find the solutions. Okay. Release the things you can't control and then try to control the things that you can. Okay. And that's, that's, that's there's times that you're going to obviously elevate yourself much quicker. And then there's other times that Josh and I just call the preparation period. You're not really going anywhere. You're not going back. You're not going forward. But you're preparing for when you do. And you want to be preparing to move forward. You're on that treadmill for a reason. Yeah. That's good. I like that, Mark. Good stuff, guys. Well, hey, Deliberately Linked is, uh, man, we're, we're grinding away. Obviously, uh, there's a lot of things like we've discussed here coming here in the new year. A lot of new uh, um who, what do you want to call them? Interviewees or just individuals that we're going to bring? A lot of guests. A lot of guests that yeah. we're bringing on our They're, show. Shockingly, people want to be on here with us, but I, you know. <laughs> and like we discussed, guys, at the beginning of the year here, we, we are very thankful uh, for all of our listeners. We know our platform is growing, and you know, Mark and I, we never set out for this endeavor to to make money. Um, yeah, this isn't a monopolized type thing. No, no. You know, we, we honestly, what it was, guys, we found ourselves having these conversations on a day-to-day basis, all right? Then we found ourselves sharing some of the things that we have these conversations about to people on a day-to-day basis. And so we said, hey, if we feel like we can have a bigger impact yeah. um, to discuss some of the things that we discussed, then let's do it. We're already doing it. Let's and just, I think let's for both of us, this. honestly, we like investing in people. We do, yeah. And I like seeing, I like seeing people be successful. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah. It's, and that's that's why we're here, guys. It's this is we're not here for our own gain. We do get gain of you guys excelling and achieving. So our biggest um, gain is when we get new listeners. <laughs> then I'm like excited. It feels like I won the lottery. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. So someone gives a crap what we have to say. <laughs> Either that or they just listen and like these guys are idiots. Yeah, it easily could be that too. Us. I don't know. If we do that, oh. I'm glad we can provide you that entertainment. Yeah, seriously. So, <laughs> oh, that's good. Well. uh Guys, a lot of big things coming. Like I said, we're on all audio platforms. Guys, if, again, if we're not on a platform that you would like to listen to us from, let us know. We'll see what we can do to get on there. Social media as well. Shoot that subscribe button. Hit us a like, guys. Shoot us a follow, whatever it might be. Uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Mark, you got anything? No, just be your best you. Let's do it. All right, guys. Happy New Year once again. And uh, keep grinding and support those around you that may suffer with this disorder because yeah. we all need um, that encouragement at some point in time in our life. So see if you can be that individual for somebody. We appreciate it, guys. Deliver the link. Signing out.